Welcome to the Fat oh, to Fit or Else right. podcast, yeah. where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Ooh. Here is your host, Stretch. Yo, what is happening, my friends? It is another week. It is another Fat to Fit or Else podcast, and I am uh, up against it. Tomorrow is my deadline for completing my month-long October challenge <clears throat> and I know I'm not physically ready I don't know if I'm gonna go for it or not uh, here's what's weird if I do it and succeed cool I'm gonna hurt my shoulder and I'm gonna be effed for a while and I'm gonna not be able to do a lot of my workouts which I've been really curtailing for a long time now if I do it and fail I'm going to hurt my shoulder and I'm going to then try to do a mud run, which I won't be able to do just about every obstacle because of my injured shoulder. So I'm in a weird uh, predicament here. I got to figure out what I am going to do as I head into the October challenge. I know I've got the strength. I just, man, my shoulders effed. I literally every night I get about 40 minutes of sleep and then it hurts so bad it wakes me up and then I roll into a different position and I can get back to sleep and then it hurts so bad it wakes me up. It's brutal. And I set it off again on Friday. If you saw my video on Instagram, it was me finally getting a bench at Planet Fitness and that's only because I was in there so late. I had the craziest day. It was a fun day. I was off with uh, VIP clients away from the property on Friday at work. And I was down uh, most of the day in Newport Beach. But after we were done, which was around 4 p.m., I went from deep, deep, deep Newport, like right on the edge of Laguna and Newport, and then had to come back to Beverly Hills and then from Beverly Hills back to my office in East L.A. And then from there, I decided I needed... I had to get dog food. I had a couple things I had to do at Costco, so I went and did that on Friday, and then I uh, had to drive all the way back home, and I got into the gym after Costco, so I went to Costco, then I did the gym. I'm like, I'm not going to miss, because I know I am missing, I was going to probably not lift at home this weekend, and I was also uh, not going to work out. Uh, today, Monday, because I am, uh, it's my brother's birthday and I'm going straight from work to my parents' house. So I will hang out over there. And then Tuesdays, the 31st is Halloween. So I don't know, but I, I got into the gym late on Friday night. It was nice to finally get to go to a bench. And I was like, all right, well, let's see how I feel. And I didn't do anything heavy. I was like, I'm going to do some light stuff and, and, you know, get a chest pump and I 135 to everything. I did 135 on the incline, 135 on the flat bench, and three or four sets of one, three sets of the other of 10. So nothing. That's super like that typically is a warm up weight. You put that on and you just warm up with it and then you go heavy. I didn't stack anything on it. And man, man my shoulders pounded all weekend. All weekend, I've been having to ice my shoulder and take ibuprofen. So. I got to figure out what I'm going to do, but let's get back to Costco right now, because here's a couple of things. I ended up back at Costco today, and I will back up and explain that story in a little bit, but there's a, something at Costco that is 
the like I want one, and I'm a fat guy on a diet that's not eating junk food right now. I I I've had a little junk this weekend. I've tasted a little junk. I even tasted candy, like straight up candy. I also made a keto cheesecake, which is my favorite thing, and I made that this weekend, and that was delicious. But I had a I had some this stuff called Halloween bark. It was just dark chocolate with like some pretzels in it, a very little bit, but I did have some and I haven't had anything like that. And what's funny is I weighed myself and I'm once again ate a couple of bites of junk and dropped some weight over the weekend. I'm currently sitting uh, still at 18, 19 pounds because I had popped up a few pounds and it's back down. So that was good. But here is the thing that it's the coolest ever. You know, those stupid when you go, every store has them, the home gingerbread kits for the holidays. And I, as a matter of fact, we bought one this year for Halloween, and it was a, like, spooky mansion, and it was Oreo cookies instead of gingerbread cookies, and it had the icing and the candy and stuff, and you put it together, and then you stick the candy on it, and then you set it there, and you never eat it. Well, this is one you might want to eat. It is Kit Kat. The entire thing is Kit Kat, so it looks like a log cabin, because, you know, Kit Kats are long bars, and... It is a Kit Kat gingerbread house, and it has a bunch of candy and icing and other stuff that you put on it, and it looks effing delicious. I think it was $37, $38, somewhere in that ballpark, but it was effing amazing. If you go look at it, you're going to want it. And then I saw, God, I, they had some really badass advent calendars in there right now, too. They have them with really good chocolate. And you know, you have an advent calendar and you're a kid, and it's got that cheap-ass like chocolate inside you poke it out and it's like yeah this is a tiny little piece of chocolate but it's fun when you're a kid i know the coolest advent calendar i've ever bought if you don't know what an advent calendar is it is for christmas you start on december 1st and every day you open the calendar you open it and whatever's inside now you can get them with socks and underwear and all kinds of crazy stuff there's some with really good uh like little samples of booze inside of them there's some really badass ones and then christmas uh i guess christmas eve christmas day is your last one and then you open it up and it's it's just a fun thing if you're a kid having one and then people go crazy with them but i saw some really cool advent calendars in there filled with different things really expensive and badass and that kit kat house is there they are full-blown I mean, you guys know this, for all practical purposes, uh, was the weekend of Halloween. Halloween is now over. We got the trick-or-treating to take care of on Tuesday, and that will be that. I'll, that's another day I'm not going to work out. I'm going to come straight home because I also don't want to come driving through the neighborhood in the darkness and run over any kids or anything like that. I want to get home and uh, pass out candy and hang out. Now, before I get back to my other Costco story... Oh, and while I'm on awful food that you shouldn't have, another thing I saw this weekend that I'd never heard of but looked effing amazing, it was a place in Huntington Beach. It's called Polar Playground, and it looks like it's a cotton candy place, but they don't just – each cotton candy is like a sculpture, like a cartoon character. They make these insane cotton candies. They're like characters from animated movies and – they look like unicorns, and the, the they're freaking amazing. These things are amazing looking, and they're cotton candy, and they're, they're big, giant. They almost look like a cross between a balloon and cotton candy, yet they're all edible, and they look pretty badass, and that's in Huntington Beach. I saw that online. I, I didn't go there or anything like that, but boy, that was uh, amazing. 
Uh, let's get back to the dog now. If you saw my post, there was a few posts this weekend of a new dog. And we did rescue a dog on Saturday. My wife and I went down. We went to the same shelter in the valley where we got uh, Nova, our female German Shepherd, who is a great dog and has been a great addition to our family. And I don't know why that shelter has so many shepherds, but my God, they do. Because most of the time when you go to shelters, it's just pit bull, pit bull, pit bull, chihuahua, pit bull, pit bull, chihuahua. And this place is packed with German shepherds. And there was a few really good ones in there. But um, here's what happened. Like, you, you know, I have three dogs right now. I have a pug and two shepherds. Well, my wife's like, her parents live in West L.A., kind of near Santa Monica Airport, and they're older. My parents are, uh, my in-laws are both uh, 80. My father-in-law is way past 80, and my mother-in-law is right at 80. And so they are older people. And apparently in their neighborhood where they live, like we say, crime is out of effing control. And they're kind of on that border near Santa Monica. And uh, there's been neighborhood break-ins around their house and people are getting robbed. Now, in my house, it's different because I'm armed to the hilt. I'm always armed. There's guns here. I'm a gun person. I grew up with guns. My father-in-law is not a gun person. They've never been around guns. They are anti-gun my in-laws, yet are incredibly right-wing, which is weird, right? Because most right-wingers uh, are big into guns. Uh, they do not have guns, don't believe in guns. Well, they're like, my father-in-law says, I'm going to get a gun, which now freaks my wife out, which is weird because our house is loaded with them. And she goes, he can't get a gun. There's no way. He's too old. I don't want him to have a gun. Let's get him a dog. Well, sh she said, and my brother-in-law both said, you guys need a dog. They don't have a dog. And... My mother-in-law is gung up. My mother-in-law is, she tries to steal one of my dogs all the time. She'll literally come over and then she'll say, you know, I should just take this one. And and he should just stay at my house. And then you guys can take care of the other two. We're like, get out of here. You're not taking one of them. She does it all the time. Try to steal kids too. She'd always try to take, oh, let me just keep the, keep the, the, the girl for a while. No, no, you cannot. She can spend the night maybe and then that's it. But- my mother-in-law always trying to steal a dog from us. So she's wanted a dog for a long time, but my father-in-law is anti-dog. He is not having a dog. And my wife is like, this is ridiculous. They need a dog. I mean, my house is safe because of the two shepherds. In fact, I've told you guys before here, we got a German shepherd and he was so amazing at just being smart and family dog and yet a working dog at the same time and protecting and just so great that every one of my neighbors at one point have a German shit. Like they all have shepherds. Everyone around here got one after we got them. Like they're all like, this is great. And they're great dogs. I'd never had one before. I had pit bulls when I was a kid and that was our thing in, in uh, Downing. We had pits, but I really like the shepherds. They've been great and they're really smart. And, uh, you know, no knock on those dogs at all. And they like to work. They're a good working dog. So my wife's like, let's just go get a German Shepherd. And I'm like, yeah, no, bad idea. Your dad was adamant. I do not want a dog. I do not want to clean up after a dog. I'm an old-ass man, and I don't want to deal with a big-ass dog. And then that makes complete sense to me. But here's my mother-in-law saying, no, 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 let's get one, get one. So my mother-in-law gets with my wife, and they concoct a plan to go get a dog. Now, 
I tell my wife, I don't want to be a part of this. This is bad. Your dad's going to be pissed off. And she's like, I don't care. If everything goes bad, we'll just take it and we will uh, bring it home. So I'm like, I don't want three German shepherds. Like, this is crazy. And my wife looked up and she found one in particular that she really was into. And what's funny, he is, if you look at the pictures, he's a Belgian. He's Probably not a German Shepherd. He's he's Belgian. He could be mixed. We think uh, Nova is a mix of Belgian and and German Shepherd, but he definitely is Belgian because he's got his face is completely black and his chest is completely black and his whole underside is black. And then he's got the lighter brown eyes. He's it's, you look at him. He's scary looking. He's a big boy. And so my wife sees him she's like i want this dog and they give him names there at the at the pound and this dog's name is ferg but when you get there it's just you're walking around cage to cage to cage and i don't see the names anywhere and my wife's like we're here to see ferg and i'm like all right so we're walking down the row and there's tons of shepherds there a really lot of german shepherds and when we get to my wife goes down one row, I go down another row and i start seeing shepherds everywhere and then this one cage we walk by has two shepherds in it and the one literally runs to the cage and jumps up. And there's a spot where the people that work there can put their hand through the cage to open it from the other side or whatever that is. But there's a spot you can put your hand in. And a little dog couldn't get anywhere near that. But the big dogs can get up and put their nose through it. And, and he immediately, he sees me and runs and jumps up and puts his nose up there. So I'm like, is this dog trying to bite me? Because there's aggressive dogs in there. And I put my hand down. He's licking my hand. So I put my hand through and I start petting him. And then he immediately puts his paw through and he starts pawing at me, pawing at me, pawing at me. And this dog is just so happy to see me. And he's wagging his tail. And it's uh, Ferg. But what's crazy is I told my wife, you've got to see this dog. He's beautiful and he's really friendly. He's super cool. And my wife goes, I need to find Ferg. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the name is because the name's not on the little plate it just says the dog and when they got it and how long it's been there so we walk all around and she finally goes and gets a volunteer from the place it was packed to the hilt so many people were in there which is always good news and bad news was the thing was packed there were two dogs and just about every cage had two dogs in it unless it was a really aggressive dog and it had two in there because they were so overcrowded and that means a lot of dogs are going to get put down and we were at the East Valley Animal Shelter out there, uh, not too far off of Van Nuys Boulevard, like out, I think it's in Van Nuys, but way out there. And we go through, finally, when we get the person, they go, Ferg, and they, sure enough, they bring us, and the dog that came to me and, like, picked me and wanted to hang out with me was him. And then we got him into that little play area, and he was a really good dog. He was really good. And so my wife goes, well, let's just get him and do this. So we got him, and then we went. And, and they're really cool, too. They have a lot of stuff. They gave us a bed. They gave us a leash. They, they give you so much stuff. They're so grateful for you to, the people that work there, for you to adopt a dog. And we'd already adopted one before. And we adopted uh, Mr. Ferg and got him home. And then my wife goes, let's bring him over to my parents. And he stunk. We... It was now nighttime, 
and we got him over there. And what's funny is my wife brings our female over there a lot because they really like her. And he walks in the door, and my father-in-law thinks it's her. <laughs> and we're in the house about 10 minutes before uh, that he realizes he has been bamboozled, and this dog is here. And he's like, oh, no, I don't want this dog. You're like, da, da, da. Within five to 10 minutes, this dog has snowed him and is now following him around the house. And no, it like it came in and knew, like, I got to work on this guy. And it came in and worked on my father, and it had my father-in-law absolutely wrapped around his finger within about five or ten minutes. And then my father-in-law is then back in the back in his office, and the dog is just sitting there and hanging out with him and broing down with him. Uh, but what's weird is once we got it and we went to the we went to the store and got you know special food and all this stuff. My wife and I went and picked all this up for them. Uh, when we got to the store, when I got out of the car and told my wife, stay in the car with him and I'll go get the stuff. And then he would cry. Every time I was out of his sight, he would cry. And then when we finally left him at my in-law's house last night, apparently he cried for an hour for me. He was looking for me and searching for me. So we went back over there this morning because we got some more stuff for him, uh, some more food. By the way, if you have a dog and you do not go to Costco to buy food, you are wasting money. I bought a bag of Rachel Ray dog food just so we would have some dog food um, on uh, Saturday night. And it was like 40-something bucks for a small bag. And at Costco, you get really good quality food. It's the only food I give my dogs. They all eat this uh, one. It's the Kirkland brand. And it is $33 for this huge bag, huge bag of really good quality food. I highly recommend the Kirkland brand dog food. And it's what I get for my dogs. And we ended up going back to Costco this morning and getting that for uh, Ferg, whose name now is N-T-I-N-T-I. My in-laws are in love with this dog. He's been amazing. They put the bed on the floor right near their bed. And he, as soon as he, they put, we brought the bed in from the car and a bunch of toys and they gave you all kinds of stuff. He took every toy, put it in his bed, dropped it in his bed like he knew. Like, all right, this is my spot. This is my – he he's an amazing dog. And he shakes and he lays down and he does tricks if you have treats because he'll do anything for a treat. And we went back over there and I played with him all day today and he absolutely loves me. And what's funny is he's – my mother-in-law doesn't get around very well and he is very gentle around them and and doesn't jump or anything and then he sees me and he goes crazy he starts jumping up and biting me and playing rough he knows who he can be with but he's a smart dog and uh that worked out so we did adopt that dog but he is not at my house he is with my in-laws and even better my mother-in-law and father are retired they're both home all the time so this dog now has two people who absolutely love him who are with him 24 hours a day seven days a week he's never going to be alone ever my mother-in-law very rarely leaves the house and if she does my father-in-law said there's always one of them home so he is uh it's just a great situation so it's been really really cool and i'm very excited about that and i'm glad that they like him i gotta admit though i love that dog i absolutely fell over that dog i was having a great time with him so i told my wife i'm like hey finally we're gonna get to try to steal a dog from your mom instead of vice versa at all times and it will be cool. He's a big boy. We already had him out in the front yard, and he is scary. And people walk by, and they're like, whoa. He's just he's got those eyes, man. He looks at you, and you're like, man, he's a scary-looking dude, and he's perfect for uh, what they needed him for. So we did that this weekend, and that was awesome. I love 
rescuing dogs. And I, I can tell you, if you are looking for a shepherd or go check out uh, the East Valley Animal Shelter and they are wonderful people and they've got a lot of dogs and it's really sad. They even said that there was like a new director and the new director is all about youth euthanizing dogs. They're not, a lot of people will come in and they'll hold on to them, hold on to them or try to work with rescues and all that. This person's just like, gas them, gas them and go. So that's happening there. And uh, it was great to get him out of there. He had been in there. It's so overcrowded and they have so few volunteers. He had been in there on, uh, they picked him up October 16th is when they got him. And he had never left his cage in that entire time. He'd been in there the whole time. And he, they guess he's somewhere between two and three years old. And he'd been in there that whole time. And he is this in a, if you know know a Belgian Malin, Malinais or Malinol, Malinois is a very, very much needs to be exercised. My mother-in-law, father-in-law have a big backyard too, so he's running around and happy. But uh, he, they need that space and they need to run and, and play. And they, it's so sad. It's it's sad. It breaks my heart. There were two other dogs that that as we were waiting for someone to come, we found that we were going to be interested in too if we would have got him out and into the play area and he would have been a jerk we would have you know looked at those other dogs but we ended up not even going back to get him out of the cage because this guy worked out so well and was such a great dog and uh inti by the way uh it's not spanish but remember my father-in-law is peruvian from peru and there is another language there that uh where inti means son as like the son not not my son as in a boy meaning the son like uh soul it's kind of the same thing, but that's what his name is, uh, I-N-T-I, and he's a great dog. All right, uh, God, where do I go to? Oh, I know. I want to tell you guys this story. This is fun, and this is about uh, physical fitness. You know, that's what the Fat to Fit or else is all about, and uh, the journey that I'm on and how I've been, and walking the dogs is a big thing, and playing with these dogs is a great, great thing for fitness. If you don't have a dog... I can't recommend it enough. I love my dog so much. I mean, it's heartbreaking when they go away. In fact, my father-in-law said to us today, he's like, this is the last dog I'll ever have in my whole life. (laughs) But he loves them. He absolutely loves them. So uh, very awesome. Uh, But physical fitness, this is a weird story. There is, as I was seeing my health spin out of control as I was doing the three jobs and running the radio station from my house and working seven days a week and just eating like crap and not exercising and, and, and out of it, I, uh, started somehow I found, and there's this, this girl who is a like fitness influencer. Uh, I guess she's a bodybuilder, but she's female and she's not one of those bodybuilders that like looks like a dude there's bodybuilders that that basically take uh testosterone and growth hormone and all that stuff and they look like dude the dudes that that are like ooh that's like crazy this uh i saw her god i don't know how i came across her if i felt no 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 i she was on a news story i saw one day and then i started following her on social media and i will tell you no joke it, she's an attractive lady but at the same time I wasn't following her because of her like spank bank stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, I was following her because this lady has the most amazing body I've ever seen in my life. And you could tell she's natural. She just works, works, works super, super, super toned. I think that's super hot on a lady. And 
I followed her. Not like I was stalking her or anything like that, but I I followed her thing. And it motivated me. It was like, man, look at her body. Her body is effing amazing. And I think maybe easier for me to look at a female and see that than to look at it. Like I see a dude that's ripped. You're like, oh, he's a, he's a homo. That's what you do as a guy. <laughs> that's the first thing you say because you're jealous or whatever. But I also don't want to look at a dude. But this is a girl who's super, super fit. So I followed her for over a year now, and this, which and I have not been doing fat to fit or else for a year. And there's other people right now that aren't buffed up or anything that I follow that are fitness people too. And and every time I follow someone, I seriously have like it's it's inspiration to me. I like to follow people to be like, wow, let's look at their journey and see. It's inspiring to see where they've come from on their uh, trip. So <clears throat> I followed this person for like a year, and and I will tell you. That there was motivation there. I got a lot of motivation from her to go this way, to start the the physical fitness journey, to get on my way, to get off my ass and start trying to have some pride in my body and get it back to looking halfway decent again. And I'm dead serious when I tell you I had a lot of motivation from just looking at videos and photos on, on social media of this girl. And I'm not going to say her name now because let me tell you the rest of the story. So I don't comment every now and then I'll see a picture or I'll like it or whatever. If anyone, if I follow you or I'll see your post and I'll like a post here and there, but you know, nothing crazy, no contact, no, you know, chatting or anything like that. And then this girl vanished for a while from social media and she is like all over with tons and tons of followers. And I know this is her living is being on social media. And she also then went into OnlyFans which I did not follow at all, but she was always promoting it on her site. And then she vanished, vanished, vanished. And I was like, I you know, wonder what happened, but didn't care to investigate. And then I saw a post from her the other day, and, and it was, she posts a lot of, like, stuff. And if you follow someone and you read their post, which I do, you'll see where they are mentally sometimes. You're like, whoa, just like me, you'll hear me on the podcast talking about real stuff, man, real crap that I feel like I'm going through or how I feel about stuff. And you'll you'll go be like, man, Stretch is bummed or Stretch is this or that or whatever. You can tell if you follow someone or you read their messages. And I can tell this uh, girl had some like depression and some stuff and she had a post that was something about how, you know, she was absolutely you know, unmotivated and this and that and, and, you know, what's it worth? And you could tell there was depression there. I could see it in the post. So rarely do I comment on anyone's post. And I commented, uh, hey, if it's worth anything to you at all, you were a big uh, part of the motivation to get me back into working out. Hope you get through through uh, through this uh, rough spot and, and get back to, you know, doing a lot of posts again or whatever, you know, because it, it's motivational to people. You help people if you know it or not. That's what I wrote, plain and simple. Wasn't like creeper, wasn't anything, and I didn't think anything about it, and I go on about my day. But but I was like, you know what? I think this person has been an influence to me, and I want to I want to reach out and say, hey, you know, like, I hope, you, hope you're better. That was it. That was the message. All of a sudden, I'm going on about my Instagram day, and then I get a thing where I have been – my my offensive comment has been removed, reported and removed. And I'm like, what? And apparent and I looked at it and I'm like, all right, there's no way it was offensive because it didn't say anything at all. It 
that could be construed as offensive, like nothing whatsoever. It didn't say anything about your mental state or anything like that. It literally said, hey, if it's worth anything, just letting you know you've been a big, you know, a big uh, motivation for me to get back to working out again and you help people if you know it or not. So, you know, I ho- hope you hope you get through your rough spot soon. Like, that's literally what I wrote. That's literally what I wrote. And it said it's been removed. And then I started thinking about it. They see my name now when you see me. It's fat, too fit, or else. It looks like, I think she thinks I was trying to post on her page to get, like, notoriety for myself because I'm also a fitness person, and she reported it. And so then they blackballed me. They they removed the comment. And I didn't appeal it or anything. I was like, you know what? I think that's the only thing I could consider it to be. But I'm like, that's so weird because that was just a sincere comment. I'm like, that is a bummer. You reached out, like, sincere, like, hey, hope you're better. And, like, you know, thanks for, for motivating me. And here you are now uh, being removed. But that's the only thing I could think is if you're a person has a ton of followers and, and a social media that you see someone else on there that is – in the same field as you, but I'm not, I'm not in that ballpark. I'm yes, I am about fitness and, and the challenge and all that, but it's me against me. I'm not trying to be a social media influencer. I'm really not. Uh, I'm not trying to even make money on my thing at all. And I do the podcast cause I've done a podcast. God, I've done a podcast since 2007 and, and I stopped very briefly for big 49. Then I started doing the big 49 podcast. So I've done a podcast for a very, 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 very long time and almost coming up on 20 years. So here we are and I'm not trying to capitalize on it. I'm not doing anything, but I think it was misconstrued as that. And and I was like, man, that's a bummer. So I'm not going to say their name or give them any shine because at the same time, I'm like, well, (laughs) apparently they think that's what I was trying to do. So I'm not going to promote them. They think I'm a, a mooch. I'm trying to steal their traffic or something. But uh, let's get back to um, the real fun that happened to me on Sunday. So Sunday morning, I woke up and my wife said, we need to go get the dog food that we give our dogs for uh, Inti. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, let's go. Let's go to Costco. She goes, let's just get in and out, get the dog food. So I go, okay. So we get a cart because the dog food bag is heavy. And we go in, we get the dog food. And then you know how Costco is. Like, my wife's like, oh, oh, I need this. Oh, I need this. I need this. And she's adding, adding, adding. And I'm like, all right, uh, let's, like, let's go. She goes, oh, I want to go to the produce section. So I'm like, okay. So we're now in the produce section, and we're going down an aisle. And she's, you know, she's not going crazy, but she's bought, like, five other things already besides the dog food. And then we're down, well, going down the aisle where the produce is, and I turn around, and she was right behind me, and she's gone. So I'm like, where did she go? She turned around mid-aisle and went somewhere completely, didn't say anything to me, and didn't apparently didn't notice that I was still going straight. So I get to the end of the aisle, and I'm like, where did she go? So I know that the way this Costco had set up that we were in, we were in the one in the Marino Del Rey, I, it's kind of the produce section is kind of a little wing of itself, and I go, I'll just go wait by the front so she can't miss me. I'm really hard to miss. I'm a giant man. And she uh, blends in. My wife blends in with the, with the crowd. She's the average height, black hair. Uh, a lot of people have black hair. And if you had to be looking for her. And I also have on a baseball hat. It's uh, I'm I'm harder to miss. So I go, she won't miss me. 
So now I stand there for 20 minutes and I don't see her. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. And I'm like, she literally went to another section and just bailed. So I now go through all, or I'm looking everywhere inside of Costco and I can't find her. Finally, I get a Costco employee. Oh, and here's the kicker. <laughs> here's the kicker. When we got in the car, she was like, let's just go. Let's go. Let's go. We got in the car and I go, oh, crap, I forgot my phone. She's like, you don't need it. And I go, all right, well, I don't have my phone. So, but we literally were going to buy a bag of dog food, bring it to my in-law's house, drop it off and play with the dog and go home. And I was with her. She had her phone. We're good. Yeah, guess what? I've now lost my wife in Costco. I finally go to the Costco front desk and I'm like, hey, um, I've lost my wife. They go, we don't have a PA. And I said, do you have a phone I could use so I could call her because I don't have my cell phone on me? And they say, yes. So they let me call her. So I call her. Doesn't answer. So I call her again. Leave a message because she doesn't answer. Go through the Costco again. It's now been an hour. My wife's lost in an effing Costco for an hour. And how she strayed away from me, I do not know. And I went and paid for all the stuff, $172 for a $33 bag of dog food. And I go put it in the car, and then I come back in and look for her again, and then uh, nothing. So I go, all right, screw it. She's going to have to figure out at some point. It's been over an hour to come to the car. So I go to the car. She's not there. And I've left her a voicemail saying, go to the car. Nothing. Go back into Costco, kind of stand by the front, see if she's at the checkout. Maybe she's going to try to get her own, you know, buy a few more things. Don't see her. Go back to the car. And now she's by the car. I didn't go crazy, but I wanted to strangle her. I wanted to absolutely strangle her. Like, how in the F did you get lost in Costco like a child? Who the hell goes down an aisle with someone and turns around mid-aisle and goes the opposite direction and doesn't say anything to them? Like, I could see you stopping and I get to the end of the aisle and I turn around and you're looking at something or you're picking something up. Fine. No, no, no. She left the aisle. She turned and went down another aisle and was gone. Like, when I turned around, she was gone. Like, she got kidnapped. If it had been my child, I would have thought someone grabbed my kid. I'm not kidding. She vanished. Yeah. Now it's my wife. Vanished. Over an hour. Told my daughter, I almost kill your mother. I kill your mother. She got lost in Costco for over an hour. And, of course, she tried to blame me. And I was like, uh, da, 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 da. I had the cart. I'm also the only one with a Costco card. So you couldn't have bought anything without me, which I started thinking because she has one, but I don't think she had it on her. And... So, yeah, and then what happened when she went out to the car, she saw there was a pet store in the parking lot, and she went over there and bought a name tag for the dog and some more crap for the dog, and, you know, but I didn't have a phone, so I had no way to know. And she was in a pet store that most of that time. So, there we go. Yeah, that was my day. That's my, that's my life. That's my life right there. That's what I'm forced to live with. I did something bad in a past life. I did. I was like a bad person. I was like a serial killer or something, I think. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, today is uh, my brother's birthday. Happy birthday to my brother. I am going to see him uh, right after work today on this Monday. I hope you guys have a great week, too. I will let you know what I decide to do with the challenge for uh, tomorrow is up on that. I got to see what I'm going to do. And I am not working out. Monday or Tuesday, I could come home and just try to do it in my backyard. But like I said, I am injured and I will be more injured if I do it. More injured if I do it and succeed. More injured if I do it and don't succeed. Either way, I'm effed. Because if I don't succeed, then I have to do that run. And that run with a effed up shoulder, like you're climbing stuff like that. There's no climbing in me. 
with the shoulder. So anyway, I got to figure this out, but I will uh, let you know what I do. Hope you guys have a great week. I will drop a bonus pod on you later on. Have a great, safe Halloween, and uh, go adopt a dog. Go to the East Valley Animal Shelter. If you know someone that needs a dog, get them a dog. Take them there to get a dog, because those dogs need to be saved, because there's a lot of them in there. All right, have a good one. I'll talk to you guys later.